Hi, everyone. Welcome to Thanks for Being Here, a short weekly pod to remind us of the many essential and beautiful ways we affect one another. Every Sunday, I'll read a submission from a listener, Kelly Corrigan Wonders. Could be wedding vows or a bat mitzvah toast, a eulogy or a retirement speech. We believe this is probably the loveliest way to tap into our better selves and remember our highest values. We encourage you to share this podcast each week with one person you love, maybe someone you miss and need to bring closer, someone you want to feel your appreciation or admiration or both. This is Thanks for Being Here. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too. With the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Today's thanks for being here is beautiful and really thoroughly considered meditation on grief. It was written by a woman named Kelly Cervantes, Since 2018, Kelly Cervantes has candidly chronicled her own grief, parenting a medically complex daughter who passed away from epilepsy just days before her fourth birthday. She has a book now called Normal Broken, The Grief Companion for When It's Time to Heal But You're Not Sure You Want To. And this is the story of her daughter, Adelaide. In so many ways, I still feel beleaguered and broken by my losses, but time's persistent trudge forward has dragged me along, too. Returning to my blogs allowed me to see how far I've come. My once fresh wounds have scabbed over. My endurance in daily life has strengthened, and I am no longer living from moment to moment. Sure, sometimes I find myself picking at those scabs, gushing grief all over again, or I push myself too far and land back in a fetal position tapped of physical and emotional energy, but I am healing. That was a significant discovery, considering that early in my grief journey, I wasn't sure that I wanted to heal. My daughter Adelaide passed away in 2019, five days shy of her fourth birthday, but I had been grieving her long before she left us. In May 2016, the same week my husband landed the lead role of Hamilton in the brand new Chicago production of the blockbuster musical, our daughter was diagnosed with epilepsy. She was only seven months old at the time and would be racked by seizures for the rest of her brief life. There were years that my husband, Miguel, would compare to holding on to a rocket in one hand while dragging a parachute behind you with the other. Several months before she passed, doctors determined that whatever was causing Adelaide's seizures was neurodegenerative, and there was nothing else that could be done to help her. By the time she died, I felt like a professional griever. It was a routine part of my day. I had grieved the milestones she missed, the words she never spoke, the smiles she forfeited, and the entire life I had dreamed for her, all before I ever grieved her physical loss. Not that any of this made her death any easier to process, 
though admittedly I had hoped it might. More on that later. Then only days after Adelaide died, my grief was compounded when we learned Miguel would take over as Hamilton on Broadway. This meant leaving our beloved Chicago community to return to New York City after three years away. What should have been amazing news, being Hamilton, in Hamilton, on Broadway, I would instead view as taking us away from our supportive friends who had known Adelaide better than anyone else. Five months later, in March 2020, just 10 performances into Miguel's Broadway run, the world was thrown into collective quarantine. At this point, I was fairly confident that I had been cast in some sort of cosmic shit show. Not only did my grief become destructive, but I had absolutely zero interest in healing. Perhaps because for much of Adelaide's life, my love for her got tangled up in the emotional pain I experienced at the hands of her medical condition. If I tried to heal, that would require me to let go of the pain, and by extension, I thought, my daughter. I hadn't been able to physically keep Adelaide in our lives, so you better believe I had no intention of letting go of her emotionally, ergo the attachment to the pain. Yet, everywhere I turned, I felt like healing thoughts, vibes, and prayers were being flung in my direction. It took time, intense reflection, and a heavy dose of antidepressants for me to understand that healing was going to happen, whether I wanted it to or not. Time heals, it just does. Ready or not, here it comes, and in its wake, we are left with scars. Scars we are taught to hide away, which is probably why I equated healing with forgetting. But our scars aren't something to be embarrassed by or insecure about. They're reminders of battles fought. So why not accept and own the lines of the scar? What if instead of burying the scars under clothes and fake smiles, we displayed them with honor and remembrance? What if you could turn your jagged, tough skin into a work of art by designing a beautiful tattoo around it? That, to me, is healing. The reminders of the pain are still there, but the marks they leave behind and the person we become as a result pay homage to a life lived. After all, the only reason loss hurts so much is because we love so hard. There's no loss without love, and there's nothing more beautiful or complicated in this world than love. So it stands to reason that we should be able to find beauty and even create beauty out of our losses. Kelly, thank you so much for sharing this passage. I related. You've really put your finger on something very important. And thanks to you all for listening and, of course, for sharing our Thanks for Being Here series with friends and family who need to know they are not alone.